Welcome, Welcome to Sacral Stimulation. We're like preoccupied right now. So Alex is here again with us. Hey guys. And she is going to do a reading for us. So I just threw the little cute little dick penises, uh, <laughs> crystal things on the board. So we're like looking at the board and um, kind of taking it all in. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we should just talk really briefly, like, for anyone who doesn't know who Alex is. Yeah, Alex. so I'm I'm Alex. I also go by Alexa in uh, the tarot community as well. I do uh, tarot reading and divination readings, but I specialize in sexuality, sensuality, relationship kind of readings. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of the only readers that's not ashamed to say pussy and dick in a conversation. Yes. <laughs> actually have these kinds of conversations uh, because it's a, it's a part of your magic. It's part of your divine being. And I, I felt like it was a part of people's magic they weren't touching, they weren't accessing. So part of my divination spread is I have an anatomical Venus mat and I have these adorable little gemstone Mm -hmm. dicks that are all different shapes and sizes and girths because nature likes variety. Mm -hmm. And then I have my divination pieces, my throwing bones. And so what we did right before we started here was I had Kaylee pick up a lovely little handful of gemstone dicks toss them on the mat. I threw my divination pieces on top of that. And then we're going to use um, one of my erotic tarot decks here to kind of suss out what some of this means. And the idea is that based on what I can see within the divination pieces Mm -hmm. is kind of what may or may not be going on within Kaylee, not only in a physical Mm -hmm. sense, but in kind of like a divine sense. Okay. Yes. um, you guys probably also remember me if any of you guys listened to the episode around Halloween time when I came on and talked about all of the fun, mm-hmm. naughty dick throwing that I do. But this is the actual dick throwing that I do. <laughs> so, and we're going to post a picture of all of it, too, so you can kind of yeah. be in the experience with us. So looking at this right now, I love the fact that our key, which tends to be the, like, the literal key that unlocks the next door. It's what it is that's trying to come through, literally landed in the middle there. And it's mm. pulling up, like, that good central so it's not only hitting that like lower sacral area, but it's, it's trying to travel upward. The fact mm-hmm. though, that we've got this big empty gap here yeah. tells me that we're suddenly stunted. We've got this lovely little driftwood piece pointing in here. This tells me that there's something, there's something on your mind. There's something that there that is not only occupying your mind, but has been inserted. It is invading. It is obtrusive. Mm-hmm. The fact that our some of our other heavier pieces that do tend to show some sort of work that needs to be done around any sort of like past hurts or things. The fact that your keys on top of that Uh shows me that you've done a lot of the fucking work already, Mm -hmm. which is great. Mm -hmm. So the work that you're doing now is beneficial, but this intrusion, this intrusion worries me. Um, I always ask my clients, and I'll send you the same courtesy. How, how blunt and honest can I be? You what could be super I... honest. Okay. Yeah. So what ready for it. What part of yourself and what part of your sexuality are you are you not showing? Are you not confronting? Because there's a part of there's a part of you that could easily be at the forefront of your sexual being that you it's ghosted out. You you've kind of muted it a little bit and pushed it back. Mm. This wouldn't surprise me if this was something in your life that you joke about like, oh my God, wouldn't it be funny if, insert thing here. Mm-hmm. But deep down, this is something that you've 
it keeps coming up and it's getting to the point that it's moving to the forefront of your mind and it's going to start taking up residence there mm. if you don't bring it to attention if you don't you know pay attention to it it's only going to get bigger and bigger and start really clouding a lot of that area mm. this tells me that not necessarily secret related with our ancestor bone here so our ancestor bone tends to tell us things that generations before us have given us mm -hmm. so a lot of times you know there are hurts there are things that we're doing that aren't necessarily our own it's voices of other women you know mothers aunts mentors they've given us those things those expectations those ideas yours is sitting on top of your hand and i like the fact that it's not necessarily burying anything because mm -hmm. again that tells me when those bones float to the top it means that those ancestral curses those cycles and things mm -hmm. have been broken they have been there's something under there there's a horseshoe <laughs> hiding under our ancestor bone mm -hmm. here which tells me that cosmically that you were probably in the long line of women that you you come from you were probably the one that they were waiting for oh mm -hmm. for sure to be the one to break a lot of this shit. yeah mm -hmm. because that's important so my life path number mm -hmm. is like a nine mm -hmm. so i'm i am here to like break all of the shit, okay? mm -hmm. all the cycles all of the stuff so that that makes sense and i like the fact that the one of the only dicks that actually invaded your pelvic bowl here where that little sense of power is i like the fact <clears throat> that it's it's facing downward mm -hmm. because that shows me that it's not necessarily an invasion it's not something that you struggle with incorporating because something that's in you already mm. and it's a part of you that you can very easily let out into the world mm -hmm. which a lot of women struggle with because a lot of women see the masculine and the feminine as as in conflict mm -hmm. that it's it's an and or and they are constantly butting heads whereas it's a symbiotic relationship they're mm -hmm. both in there it's mm -hmm. an ebb and a flow mm -hmm. you can't have one without the other i also like the fact that slowly working its way towards your mouth and whatever it is that's kind of sitting here in the forefront of your brain, whatever's blocking that third eye, mm -hmm. is there something extremely like novel or sexy or new that a partner isn't necessarily willing to try or wants to try or there's something that it's almost like we're getting close to it literally being on the tip of your tongue. Mm -hmm. From a cosmic sense, it's up here. And I think this might be your higher powers way of finding meaning in it being like, okay, mm -hmm. are we going to do something or am I going to have to do something? Mm -hmm. Because whatever you're not bringing to light, whatever you're not making real, there is a sense of novelty to it. There's a sense of newness to it. Mm -hmm. So this would be something mm -hmm. in your life that, again, it's, it's that thing that you joke about sexually. Oh my God, wouldn't it be funny if, insert thing here, you're done joking about it though yeah because there's something that you keep bringing up casually and i put finger quotes on that for those of us that can't see it that you want <clears throat> you want to make real and that's that's starting to to kind of dwell a little bit more in the forefront of your mind yeah the fact that you i actually very much enjoy the fact that kaylee's spread here is nice and open that she doesn't have a lot of clutter in and around her pelvic bowl the things and the hurts that she does have that you do have sitting there like i said mm -hmm. they're underneath that key which means you've already put the work in you've already gotten there my little screw here usually shows us the actual kind of work that needs done the fact that it's sitting mm -hmm. nice here openly on your legs mm -hmm. and on your other leg is one of my venus shells mm -hmm. tells me that like 
the path that you're walking is fucking working. Mm-hmm. That this is this is excellent. The fact that there's nothing around this that's saying, oh, go here, go here. Like it's you, it's the feminine, and it's your legs moving forward. And that that's a powerful stance to find yourself in. Yeah. But I would love to take a deeper dive into what it is that you would like to try. Um, and again, yeah, I, I tell this with all of my people that I read for, if I ever get too close to a topic that you're not comfortable with, absolutely having you say, uh-uh, you know, back yeah. off a little bit, boundary there, soft boundary, hard boundary, whatever you'd like. Um, I'm getting a voyeuristic aspect over it though. Wow, that's, oh, that's a sweet a card. card. <laughs> This tells me, like, and again, how, how yeah. blunt and honest and open can I be with my prodding here? You could be super. Okay. So, she can be super. <laughs> why haven't you, like, made plans to finally go to whatever little freaky sex club or thing it is? Because there's some desire here for you to be watched, for you to be observed while you're doing these things. Yeah. That mm. you're not talking about or even maybe you have offered them to your significant other your partner and they haven't quite received it well that there's there's that desire to be that center to be the object not only of desire with your partner but voyeuristically in a sense of having other people Mm -hmm. watch and doing it in a safe enough way that you know and this is why i recommend this is why i think sex culture awesome i don't know if either of you have ever been to one we've been talking about it they're amazing they're super fun would recommend there's a level of thrill that you get knowing that you are in a room with somebody that you trust, someone that you can actually enjoy sexually with, mm-hmm. but that also there's a chain over the open door right next to you that people are totally peeking in to watch you mm-hmm. get busy. Very sexually empowering. Yeah. Because you realize that, sure, you're putting on, you're, this person's watching and it's kind of like a little raunchy, but also they can't touch you. They can't get to you. Yeah. There, There is that hard boundary of, oh, I can't. There's, there's a definite safe space around it. Yeah. So whatever jokes it is, whatever kind of fun thing you've been kicking around there. Yeah. That involves someone watching or somebody even, or even if it's a little bit more personal and you just want to like try videotaping it for the first time, just for the sake of like, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. Or even, you know, I know OnlyFans is one of those fun little, uh, sticky areas. I love the fact that I've seen several, uh, participants in OnlyFans have invested in wearing full face masks so you can't see who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that level of freedom, that level of that they get to explore whatever part of themselves mm-hmm. yeah. and they get, they get the thrill of knowing that someone's watching it and enjoying it with them Yeah. without necessarily having to have that person in the room participate in touching them. Yeah. yeah. So there's something really empowering about that. There's something really freeing about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would invite you to be somebody who, because you've done a lot of this work, because you have, been so securely put on this path a lot of the generational curses you have had no problem breaking but your balance of masculine comes from within you Mm -hmm. it's not an invasive force it's not something that's put upon you it's part of you that you're able to you're able to flex that muscle when you need to but you're also able to pull it back into the sanctity of that pelvic bowl Mm -hmm. when you need to Mm -hmm. and that's a good place for a woman to find herself Mm -hmm. because you would like to see the opposite with men Mm -hmm. that you lead first with you know, that phallic symbol, but you can also pull back into that feminine. Whereas you lead with the feminine, but you're able to also pull the masculine when you need to. Yeah. And that's a good balance to find yourself in. Yeah. So of the cards here with 
our six of air, our eight of fire, and our fool card. This tells me that there's something new that's in the shadow, that it's in kind of the corporeal that mm -hmm. wants to be brought into the real. Something that is air and, mm -hmm. you know, very abstract that bring bring that fire to it. Bring mm -hmm. that livelihood to it. Light the spark underneath it because I think that this is something that the fear you're having of it being something new and novel is like, oh my God, you know, that fear makes it all the more sexy. Yeah. That fear makes it all the more empowering because once you get brave enough to open your mouth and let that stuff, and again, we're creeping closer to this being on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. You've thought about this enough times that your body's probably kind of going like, okay, well, we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. We'll eventually cross that bridge. Bridge is ready to be crossed. And I would, I would invite you to voice some of those desires out loud finally yeah. and not necessarily in a joking haha wouldn't it be funny way because yeah. when we talk like that we take the seriousness out of it yeah but we also do that because it's a great way to broach a subject with someone right it's softballing it of like how are you going to take that haha we're just joking unless you're going to do it right <laughs> <laughs> it's time to be like hey all jokes aside actually done some research looked it up what do you think like this is calling you to bring something from the corporeal into the something real. Okay. Because you're, other than that, like, and this is the other thing I love about readings like this is because I, I get readings all over the spectrum. I get some people that are unaware of the work that they have to do. Some people that are just learning that they're going to be the ones that are burdened with breaking generational curses. Mm -hmm. People that are dealing with a lot, but you on that edge of it have a great fucking stuff, like foundation to walk on, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So it's taking a lot of work, but it has. Yeah. And that's some, you've done a lot of fucking work already. Mm. This is, this is going to be an easier step for you to take than you're giving yourself credit for. Okay. So I would invite you to like embrace that fear a little bit. Fear mm -hmm. is a wonderful emotion mm -hmm. because once you realize that there are really no negative consequences to putting a voice behind this. Yeah. There's it, nothing to be scared of. There's nothing to be scared of. Yeah. That makes sense. Can't fuck it up. Right. I do, I have been feeling like I need to kind of have a conversation with Alex because we've been talking so much about BDSM. Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna have, you know, one of those episodes airing soon, probably before this one. Um, and like the whole tying up thing and mm -hmm. like, Alex has a sort of like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Like when, like when I'm hot and like ready, he kind of like waits for me to like get there. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, he won't be like, I'm gonna fuck you right now. Like, mm -hmm. and I want him to be a little more aggressive with me because it's like what I need. But right. like having that conversation with him is difficult for me because I don't wanna be like, you're not being enough. manly enough, yeah. you know? And like conversations with men about sex in general are difficult to have yeah. because they feel like that's what makes them masculine. Yeah. And so, and you know, Alex has some, um, has some you know issues of his own in the sexuality realm but and i don't want to like trigger those or make them worse or anything mm -hmm. rather i would like to encourage them so i've been trying to find the words to like let him know what i want without being like you're, too you're not measuring up or, yeah, yeah. You're not doing enough yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it is very interesting that all of this is coming up because um it's all super true <laughs> Good. Obviously, I'm not never crazy. lie, right? <laughs> and apparently, neither do crystal dicks. So yeah, so my little sweet. gemstone. Yeah, little gemstone boys. Yeah, and then what does this one mean that landed so right on this? We've got this lovely cowrie shell over here. 
but it landed on the idea of continuity. So I love my Venus shells here because a lot of times those tend to kind of point out things that that need addressing or that kind of could use a little bit more TLC. Mm -hmm. Your your perception of beauty and yourself and how you feel sexy and how you feel beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go on a really bizarre limb here. You are woke as fuck, but that doesn't mean that you're above putting on the slutty lingerie and slutty heels Mm -hmm. and doing like the mundane cheap things that every other girl does to spice it up in the bedroom. You can still be woke as fuck and be a slut. <laughs> yeah. You can be both. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to sacrifice your integrity mm-hmm. as somebody who has a respectful relationship and respects herself as a woman and her power. Mm-hmm. You can put on that persona. Mm-hmm. You can pick those things up. You can make yourself small and demure and little and like mm-hmm. you can have that aspect mm-hmm. while still maintaining the integrity of being a respectable mm-hmm woman basically Mm -hmm. because a lot of times women especially when we do a lot of the work that we do to get comfortable with sexuality we're almost we almost get spooked off of reindulging into that more mundane stereotypical kind of exchange with our partners because like you just said like you you don't want to you're you're woke enough to consider the fact that i don't want to bring this up in a way that makes my partner feel like i'm disparaging them Mm -hmm. or making it feel like uh you're not enough yeah that's woke fucking behavior unwoke people go this is what i want why aren't you doing it yeah Mm -hmm. but you can have that level of wokeness and also be like well now that we're in a fun safe space yeah i'm gonna put on the heels that are entirely too high for me to be walking i'm gonna put on the slutty lingerie i'm gonna parade around the house like this and say all the cutesy little Mm -hmm. disgusting things that you know i see anime girls do or whatever yeah you can have that yeah and you can have that while still keeping the core of yourself true mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah totally yeah. so that's that's where that angle is coming from i love that mm. sweet well thank you yeah. that was great welcome 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 yeah wait part am two. i doing a welcome yeah i guess we can welcome you back okay welcome back yeah part two part two so we're gonna redo B's reading with Alex. Yeah, we're here Alexa. with Alex. She came to the house today, my house. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna link this if you're listening. We originally started with Kale's at the studio and we just didn't have enough time to get to my reading. Mm-hmm. So here we are. We're wrap it up. Yeah, we have to so here now. we are. Yeah. Okay. And I'm really excited about this. Yeah. So, you're excited mm, to get those dicks in your hand? I know. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason I do reading. Excited to just shuffle some dicks. The number of people that will sit down at my table, eye the little bag of dicks, and then go, huh. I'm like, no, no, that's what those are. You can touch them. They're like, yeah. are those penises? I'm like, you can say dick. It's okay. You're an adult. <laughs> Wait, I have to say, too, for our listeners, guys, I, I had no idea what to expect last time when um, Alex did my reading. And... I threw the pieces out and we got like to talk for five minutes and it just was like spot fucking mm, on like it it and I was telling Kales afterwards I think mean, I had several readings before and it's always like yeah I can kind of you know make things work or I could it, I was always searching for the connections but like yeah. it was so like I was like hungry for more and that's why I'm like so excited to have you back so if you're listening guys and you're interested and you're like how can this help like if you're skeptic at all I challenge you to give it a little try see what comes up and and we link 
everything they need to know to contact you. Yeah, so excellent. It's all up in there. Yeah, this has been one of the most rewarding mm. types of divination I've ever gotten to do mm. for people because out of not only the readings I get to do, but like the actual impact I'm getting to make on people's lives. Like before I do readings for people, I always offer up a prayer of like, let me do good, mm. let me say something that's comforting, let me say something that's helpful to someone. Mm. This is the most like satisfying, fulfilling divination I've ever done for clients mm. that gets to combine not only my love of like sex and sexuality but also mm. like my ability to use magic for the sense of like helping people be better yeah mm. so I I'm, I'm happy that this was a fun accident that I accidentally stumbled upon in my yeah. life because it's actually it's helping it's making an impact so accidents mm. like this are the best yeah. the, the best thing yeah so put those dicks in your hand girl <laughs> right. you, you pick up as many of those bad boys as you want do you have your um, clients or readies um, ask a question before they? So usually before a reading, we typically try to talk about like, is there a specific aim they want to work mm. for? Is there a specific topic that they're kind of stuck around? Um, most people will kind of just keep it in a sense of like, oh, just like I'm, I'm either in a relationship and I feel kind of stuck or I'm starting one and I feel this way or that mm. way. Some people just say, I'm just curious what's there that needs worked on. And they kind of offer it up as like, hey, whatever my higher power wants to give me a nudge and say, hey, please pay attention to this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but this uh, format's pretty like the same regardless of what kind of question they ask. I let my clients throw the cute little gemstone dicks. Mm -hmm. I've got my little divination bones and pieces, and then we throw them on the Venus mat just to kind of see what's there and what what kind of comes to the forefront. Mm -hmm. What what pops up to the top of the layer there, so to speak, that needs more attention than the rest of it. Mm. If she did G's, it would be like, let your wife touch your butt all. It'd be it like, it's me. Like, Why is this short, fat dick right at I your butt? <laughs> okay. All right, so once you feel like your energy is good and all over them cute little dicks, you're gonna go hands up the mat and just kind of slowly let the pieces fall where they mm -hmm. fall. Oh my god, the that, fat dick the fat on my dick head! On <laughs> that same one! So, should we talk about that now? Um, so, let me see here what we've got on your... And I was going to use the erotic tarot deck unless there's another deck that you would rather use. Ooh, I'm cool with whatever okay. you're called to. So, I do, I do like the fact that not only does one of that big dick kind of energy mm -hmm. sit <laughs> almost <laughs> over your third eye but it's sitting next to one of my venus shells which i like and it's also sitting next to some like this kind of insertion this kind of almost like a headache it's like a migraine that almost has been set into you mm. in a sense of something that keeps poking itself really hard in there that you haven't quite paid enough attention to i also like the fact that it's sitting we've got this fun little line of like an insurgent something that was bigger than it probably should have been through the line of other women that came before and we've kind of got this fun trickle down mm. all of your body which i very much enjoy and i like the fact that the keys kind of sitting independently in your mid body too because it shows a good sense of a good sense of openness a good sense of belonging mm. the part with your head though like your your keys almost your, in the same spot too. This was the last one. Mm, so, yeah. Oh my gosh, my it key is. is yeah. Mm. Wow. So with the big dick uh, by your forehead, 
next to the Venus shell, next to that kind of insertion there, it makes me feel like there's something, there's something preoccupying the forefront of your brain mm -hmm. that's taking up more space than it probably should right now. It's definitely related to how other people are viewing you as a sexual being. Other people are kind of starting to cast that judgment. This wouldn't surprise me if there have been people here that you maybe have told a little bit more openly about what you've been up to, and it's people that you didn't expect to be kind of weirdly, not judgy, but definitely not as accepting as you wanted them to be. Mm -hmm. That there was that level of, like, you, you almost got a second wave of shame. And it's shame that, like, the other women in our line have told us that, like, you know, good girls don't talk about that. Mm. Good girls don't say the word pussy. Mm. Good girls don't say the word dick. Good girls don't talk about orgasms. Anal, BDSM. Those are, those are not things that traditional women talk about. Mm -hmm. But the fact that yours is coming up, like, there's, there's a definite moment where I feel like you've kind of doubted that sense of purpose. Like, well, am I really doing this for the right reasons? Am I really doing this? because it's something I'm genuinely passionate about I and mean, you're not doing it for the shock factor. Mm -hmm. Because you are someone who does, like, is very comfortable with shock factor, which is great. Mm -hmm. But also reminding yourself that, again, your entire heart chakra is open. The fact that your midline chakra and your heart are kind of connected by that key tells me that not only have you found your passion, but you're exactly where the fuck you need to be. Mm -hmm. You are right where you should be. Mm, I love that. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that our screw, our little nuts and bolts guy here that tells us the kind of work you should be focusing on is not only sitting on top of the hand but it's also sitting next to some venus shells i like the fact that it's almost like like there's someone telling you or something saying hey wait, wait stay your hand a little bit calm down like there's some there's some aspect of there's some aspect of your sexuality you've almost rushed mm. there's something that you've you've not done anything wrong it's just that you might have dived in too deep i think you might have been on the back end of wanting to like subconsciously make up for feeling that self-doubt so diving headfirst into something that not that it was a bad thing to dive into but you didn't do enough of the prep work you probably should have done on the way to that mm. thing so whatever that would have been to you it could have been you know a different sex position it could have been a completely different sex style it could have been um, even it could have been a new kind of porn that you decided that you wanted to share with your significant others. Like, mm. there's something that was good, is still definitely something that you should have been doing, but it was something you did to yourself. And not saying, like, like oh, you did this. Yeah. But, like, it's something that you tried for yourself, something that you did to yourself in the pursuit of pleasure and enjoyment. But because enough prep work wasn't put into it on the front end it didn't quite feel as good as it should have and there is that sense of like oh man that I like there's a little bit of like an imposter syndrome balance going on here mm. that you feel like oh shit like if I can't if I can't walk the walk then I shouldn't be talking the talk to other mm. people and that's some bullshit because that's again those are remnant voices of the women in our past telling us what we should and shouldn't be doing as mothers as friends as women as wives as partners but you, the work you need to be doing is still in this sphere. It's still in the sphere of you physically putting hands on your body, physically doing things that feel good to you, but reminding yourself that you're still only human, mm. that it's okay, to, it's okay to still feel overwhelmed sometimes. It's okay to feel 
like a novice, even in certain situations where you feel like you should be the authority figure. Like you've got you've got most of your Venus shells either living by the hand, which I kind of like, that's usually indicative of a woman that knows how to pleasure herself, a woman that knows how to like, mm. this is what feels good. But there's a barrier. There's something here that you quite should be getting over, shouldn't. So there's something here that you, you need to forgive yourself for trying and failing at it. It's okay. Failures happen. It's no big deal. Everybody fucks it up. But giving yourself permission to try that thing again, whatever that was, because it's not, the reason it didn't bring you the same amount of pleasure you thought it would is not a fault of yours. Mm. It's just that it's kind of like, <clears throat> it's kind of like if I took you into a kitchen with Gordon Ramsay and was like, hey, make me a lemon risotto. And you're like, I've never fucking cooked a thing yeah. in my life. I couldn't get mad at you if your first attempt at a risotto was a fumble. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you've eaten your entire life. You know what food is. You've tasted good food. So something like that that's kind of sitting in the back of your mind that you, again, you've kind of let paint a little bit bigger in the forefront of your mind. So working on kind of banishing that thought, working on keeping that stuff in perspective and the fact that just because what you say and what you do is not everybody's cup of tea or isn't even something that some people are comfortable thinking about or, or doing or having in their life is not is not a fault of yours and don't don't let those kind of cultural ingrained voices keep trying to rear their ugly heads. Mm and say, oh, well, you're just doing this for the shock factor. Mm -hmm. Like, no, no, you're, you are very much in the right place doing the right things. Mm. It's not up to you to reach every woman. It's up to you to do what you're doing and let the women that need reached come to you. Mm. And then being more patient with yourself, yeah. being, more, being more gentle with yourself, that just because you are a spiritually and sexually woke woman doesn't mean that you still have to baby step into certain things. Mm. Um, if you don't mind me poking a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Things like, like, I don't know if there were things like anal that you tried or some new toy that you tried that was just a little too big. Something was either too big, not properly lubed, not properly prepped right. That sure, it felt okay, but it, it was not the hot and heavy sexual experience you wanted it to be. Mm. So things like that. Being okay with the fact that you can still be a sexually woke chick and still have to start baby step to get yourself yeah. to where you need to go. <clears throat> yeah. And I like the fact that... Oh, girl. The moon. She's hot. She's well, hot. And I've always liked the moon card in this deck because it shows a woman that, that not only understands the cyclical flow of her own life, but of nature, but she sees herself in that. She's not removed from that. Mm -hmm. And it's that kind of embodiment. It's that kind of connection that is going to be important to you to keep you grounded in your own skin because what you're doing absolutely sharing your story with people mm. is important but not forgetting that you are also part of your own story mm. that the things that you're offering other people are things that you can take for yourself as well mm. that part that you mm -hmm. you are a sounding board for a lot of people's like insecurities and problems and issues and and like struggles that they're going through but recognizing the fact that that's, that's also a reflection of what you're putting out in the world. Women come to you with those things because they say, oh my God, look, someone who's doing those well. Mm. So seeing yourself as a woman that's also deserving of that input. Mm. 
that just because you're someone that gives it out at a full moon pace, you are still allowed to have dark moon and wing the other, pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're allowed mm -hmm. to have both. Because again, mm -hmm. like almost everything else that's female related, it's cyclical. Mm. It comes in that cycle. It comes to that full moon. It waxes to fullness. It wanes down into the new moon. It gets into that dark phase. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to have both. Mm -hmm. And you're allowed to have moments in, especially in your sexual sphere, where you go, man, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Or, man, I'm actually really scared to try that. That's kind of weird. Like, that's okay. Yeah. You can still be in the right place doing the right thing and not remove yourself from the equation of the women that you're reaching mm -hmm. when you talk about exploring yourself and expressing yourself mm -hmm. and being brave and cavalier in this aspect. Mm. And then just something to kind of take with you and take mm -hmm. to work on yourself and work in the future. I love the idea of intimacy. And I love the idea of intimacy when it's not technically related to sexuality. Because a lot of people think the word intimate immediately means you have to be naked and you have to be having sex. Mm -hmm. Whereas intimacy in doing things that are inherently vulnerable, but not inherently sexual. Mm. Like, sure, massages can be very sexy and be a great way to, like, preheat the oven before you go at it with each other. Mm -hmm. But it can also just be a way to reestablish mm. that familial intimacy, mm -hmm. that touch, that human bond of I'm here, mm -hmm. you're here, and all I need you to do is recognize that I'm here. Yeah. Mm. So giving yourself permission to have those aspects of intimacy of well as well like turning off all the, the cell phones the tvs the music everything and just having a conversation with somebody that you need to connect with that you need to feel mm -hmm. held by mm -hmm. and giving yourself permission to be there giving yourself permission to be in that moment with them and experiencing that kind of human intimacy mm -hmm. because i think that level of human intimacy only ever really adds to the sexual intimacy that we're comfortable yeah. with later mm -hmm. but giving yourself that permission giving yourself that space that's kind of spot, that the intimacy card's kind of spot on from <clears throat> how I was feeling last night and, and the word intimacy popped in my head actually where I'm like it 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 can intimacy can be more than just let's just you know mm -hmm. get naked let's just fuck and I think too like what I'm getting in my gut from this mm -hmm. and this energy is you know when I first started to explore like opening up my relationship with like adding females and things like it was that big dick energy mm -hmm. it was like oh I like this like yeah. this is fun and I like turned into like a horny little high school boy and was like <clears throat> I'm gonna get pussy at thinking, every turn thinking of everything as that and I I still I have this you know because this was like my um, BJ days before Joey days <laughs> where I was like out here and like living in that energy all mm -hmm. the time it was like oh it's Saturday babe let's go to the bar and let's like you know like yeah. yeah but it was like that was like here big dick energy everywhere I went I'm like yeah you know like and right yeah and I think that it did it did do some things to me internally and energetically because I am a woman's woman and I and I do you know I, I got to a point where I was never just like, I always have to have some type of connection or some mm -hmm. type of attraction or something, but there have been times where I've misjudged out of just pure horniness or just right. pure big dick energy, like, oh, cool, let me just see, or I'm already in it, you know, like yeah. one of those situations where it did, it did cause some like frustration in me, um, I mean, 
I'm I'm good now, obviously, but like I went through this space where it was like, oh, was I more was I more harmful to that person's journey than I was helpful? Yeah. You know, did I like did I op- you know, open up something that maybe they weren't ready for? Did I create an attachment or some type of you know what I mean? Like yeah. it it didn't always serve me in the best way that I thought it should so Mm -hmm. and a lot of that's usually being a responsible sexual partner like Mm -hmm. being responsible for your own actions as well as like when they echo onto other people but what you just did what I heard you just say that I want to come back to because it does come back to the idea of like letting yourself falter letting yourself fail you very quickly went oh I did these things it wasn't so great for me but I'm good now obviously like just like that you just Mm -hmm. gate kept yourself yeah you just gave yourself that like oh no but I'm totally good Mm -hmm. you gave yourself that boundary of why can't you why can't you not be okay with it? Yeah. Why can you still be Why like, can't it be something that I'm still And I think too, like I mean, maybe maybe it's something that I'm not like when I when I'm working through things mm-hmm. in my mind stuff and energetically into a space where like I feel like I can talk about it and conversate with it. Mm-hmm. For me I feel like this is something that like maybe I haven't like figured it out. Like mm-hmm. clearly I might I never figure it out. But it's to a space where it's like I'm mold, I'm molding it. I'm working with it, you know? So it's like, oh I'm here in this energy, I'm aware of it. But there's still this hesitation in me pursuing that space Mm -hmm. anymore because I'm like like what if I create an attachment or what if I pull someone out like I Mm -hmm. keep like taking so much responsibility for Mm. what other people are going to do with a situation what other how other situations are going to go or Mm -hmm. I don't know I just feel like too like I don't want to be in that space where it's like I mean or do I I had this I was thinking actually when I was painting painting is real meditative for me and I was thinking when I was painting, I'm like, because I do miss that life. It was fun. It was exciting. And I'm not saying that part of me has gone. It's just not a priority with all the things right. I have going on right now. But what was my realization I had when I was painting? I forgot. I'm not even high, and I forgot. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I lost it. It'll come back to me. But it's okay. But yeah, yeah. Like giving, giving yourself permission to, to falter a little bit. Giving yourself permission to feel a like. Guilt is one of those things, like, a lot of people treat guilt like an all-or-nothing principle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to feel guilty about some of the methodologies you use to get to your, like, sexually woke and responsible state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have to look back on yourself and realize that, like, kind of like the moon is trying to tell you, you're just a human. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. are not some benevolent higher goddess mm-hmm. power that's graced the females like you're one of us yeah Yeah. and yes you are doing certain things that a lot of women aren't doing and you're Mm -hmm. teaching women to do Mm -hmm. things that you're doing but you're still in that line with us you're still in that circle with us yeah I need to it it needs to be that it's like and that's I do that to humble my daughter all the time when she's like over like she's like oh my god everyone's looking at me I'm like no 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 like Mm -hmm. everyone's worried about themselves like yeah and like and and I I get that but I'm I've been like that since I was a little kid like super and you said this in both of my readings where you're like bitch you're human like stop being Mm. so hard on yourself like let yourself go like I will still lose sleep over like some stupid shit I did when I was like four years old like you know like things like like that so I do feel I do feel some guilt for that shit you know like just just doing things that maybe I I let that sexual energy pull me towards, you know, like opening up 
things that I I thought were safe or did I? Mm. Or did I not give a fuck? Because mm-hmm. I th- don't think I gave a fuck if it was yeah. safe for that person, right? I'm just like, oh, we're about to have fun. Like, yeah. you know? And then... And, and, and being so, and then I went, that, that was my realization when I was painting yesterday, like keeping things so close mm-hmm. all the time. It's like, it's not like it, it could happen. And then it's just like, okay, these people are gone forever. Like mm-hmm. there's been situations that are like still very much in my sphere that it's not weird or anything. Like I don't feel anything you know, with certain people, but it's just still like... There's still ripples going on. It's still things where it's like, okay, I I don't... I just want to approach it again when I reemerge into my big dick mm-hmm. on my forehead energy mm-hmm. from a more like... I I am... I am someone who loves lives in the space of love yeah. and very open and I do like being vulnerable with people and I am very touchy and I'm just like lovey in general mm-hmm. and I want to do better with not letting the like letting the uncomfortableness of other people make me uncomfortable about it do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like if we're if we're having like a bunch of girls over, and I'm like, oh, let's just like like have a cuddle puddle and like rub on each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that may sound weird, but like for me, I'm like, what's weird about that? Mm-hmm. Like, let's you know, let's do it. But then you like the the un like the, but maybe it's my. I mean, it's the reflection. It's my own mm-hmm. projections, yeah. right? So I mean, but you you have a little bit of a tendency here to put yourself outside of the circle because I think you're so used to being somebody who has paved the way and led the way for so many things Mm -hmm. for other people to follow that example you kind of exempted yourself from that process Mm -hmm. and I'm wondering if some of that full intimacy I'm wondering if that intimacy is within yourself then Mm -hmm. that idea of like you are still part of this journey and you are still allowed to falter and be vulnerable and ask for advice Mm -hmm. and ask for help and ask for insight and be the one that comes to the girls group with like hey, I gotta fucking talk about this. Can mm-hmm. somebody, like, anybody mm-hmm. dealing with shit like this, like, it's okay for you to offer up that that level of power. Because that, and that is something that a lot of empowered women struggle with. Because once we once we get a taste of that, like, hardcore pussy power, yeah. you give that shit up. Yeah. You, can, mm-hmm. you, go, you go so long in your life realizing what you didn't have that when you finally get it, yeah. pry that from my cold dead fingers. Mm-hmm. But it's still giving yourself that grace to put it down and say... Mm-hmm. I can still be powerful, I can still be on, I can still be a leader of people, but I can also kick my fucking feet up and be like, can someone fucking take care of me, please? Because yeah. mm-hmm. I need, I need yeah. babied, I need coddled, I need... Mm-hmm. So that intimacy within yourself, I think, is a good direction yeah. to work yourself towards. Like I said, because your, your key usually shows, like, that unlocking, that door that you're supposed to be headed for, and yours is exactly where it needs to be. You're in the right mm-hmm. spot, and your heart's in the right spot, I think... I think pulling that intimacy on yourself and viewing yourself as still part of that journey is still part of that circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe there is this like unspoken like responsibility that I think I have over other people. So I get I, I, I pride myself so much on not being outside the circle. Mm-hmm. Like because I'm I I I I very much try to be engraved in in the things Mm -hmm. and there's no separation like I'm really I I really like I feel like I I do that especially when I'm holding space you know Mm -hmm. in a sexual outside of me like in my business woman holding space for a woman like there there's this 
this that guilt comes with that unspoken responsibility but it's it, like you knew better like yeah even though like i wasn't intentionally doing anything fucked up but like me looking at it back right now i'm like okay but like that's seducing or like you know or like pulling it pulling it on and it's like i mean i want like whatever but just even just like let me take you out to eat and like like just I don't know, like courting a woman yeah. felt feels like kind of slimy to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, did I just court her? Like take her out to mm-hmm. dinner and like I don't know. It's just like I go I go I have this situ I have this like way of how I did it before and not wanting to move into that situation that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how to move into the situation now if it's not that like alpha like mm. mm-hmm. so I'm like that's where I'm, like, in this, like, limbo space of, yeah. like, yeah, it would be very nice to have a girlfriend. Like, that would be very nice. But but maybe you get to be the more but, vulnerable to your girl in the equation yeah, of a Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe without that's... Without having to flex big dick ooh, energy. Oh, maybe that's what I want to call it. Mm. That. Just, mm-hmm. like, me not having to be the... Because maybe... The big yeah, the big, the big dick. The pursuer. Because mm-hmm. that feels so... Powerful not powerful just so like mm, to me right now yeah like i'm like mm, not interested it feels so i don't know it's there's a lot of it's different yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of like the misuse of that masculine energy yeah. that we have like mm-hmm. being able to get up and do mm-hmm. the things we want to do and mm. function the way we want to function having the autonomy to just feel like fuck it i'm gonna do this because i can do it yeah but doing it with that level of responsibility that level of respectability to the fact that Oh, my actions also affect other people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of stuff, like, even what you said, like, going back to this idea of, like, how people are judging you or how people are looking at you, what you're doing. I think a lot of this is also internally as well. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, you know, you keep looking behind you, but what you did, and, oh, what I did was wrong, and I should have known better, and I should have, should have, could have, would have. I'm like, okay, well, are you going that direction mm-hmm. right now? Yeah. So why do you keep looking that direction? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like if if it was if it was examined from another person, any other person's point of view, I don't feel. I think that they would they would relate to the situation as like, oh, it was love. It was always like, mm-hmm. still to this day, like I, you know, any situation that ever was a situation is still a really great space. Like, there's no like anything like that weird it's just all my own stuff Mm -hmm. it's all me and just making it weird when it was like that was my realization when I was painting yesterday and it's like who cares if you kissed your friend like it doesn't have to be like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but I'm like it's just like I go through those things sometimes where I'm just like but isn't that weird and it's like no it's not you know but I'm like that's that that's that worrying about like that cultural voice of people saying like and again it's the same thing like you start dating women you, mm. and the first well aren't you married mm, yeah, yeah. It's, it's having those weird existential moments where the world kind of pauses and you shift and go is this weird yeah. oh god am I fucking this up am I doing this is this and it's those moments that you have to remind yourself that, like again you're part of the process you are mm. part of the circle you are part of this journey with yeah. everybody else on it everybody else has moments like that where mm-hmm. they feel like oh fuck am I fucking this up left right and center you're not exempt for that. Yeah. You are allowed to, you're allowed to fumble. You're allowed to kind of fall with it. You're allowed to kind of have moments of mm-hmm. weakness there because you can still have that level of being in the right place and doing the right thing and leading women the way you're supposed to be doing. But you also have to work on being safe enough to 
give yourself that permission. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you give, I imagine you give women permission all the time to forgive themselves and follow. That's apart the thing. I all. That's the thing. It's like I can forgive. <clears throat> I can forgive and forget, and like me and you have this conversation all the time, Kale, yeah. about like almost to the point where it, it could arguably be too lenient and forgiving because I'm just like and I'm just like I I can forgive other people even for horrible horrible things like Mm -hmm. people who do really horrible things in the world I just always am like okay they they have this they're in this space like okay no judgment like I hope I wish you well Mm -hmm. I wish you to to be well in your mind stuff but with for me (laughs) you've made yourself exempt from the circle yeah you've made yourself exempt from the things you're so dedicated to teaching mm-hmm. other women. So I would challenge you to take this full intimacy card as like an idea of working on that intimacy of yourself, working on that intimacy with being gentle with yourself, mm-hmm. being caring, caressing with yourself, kind of that idea of you have to mentally and emotionally baby yourself sometimes because there's nobody else around to do it, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you you have to make that decision for yourself. Yeah. You are part of the circle, all you have to do is give yourself permission to sit down in it and let other people around you that are there ready to take care of you offer to take care of you. Mm-hmm. That's hard for me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anything yeah. in this reading I can clarify? No, that was great. It was really good. I want to take a picture of it. Yeah, yeah take a picture. Thank yeah. you. Thank this you. Was, I love these. Um, get a freaking reading. Yeah. For sure. It'll, it's... It's mind-blowing. Yeah, this definitely gave me a lot to, like, think about, a lot to, like, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's the point of divination. Divination's not supposed to, like, tell you the future or, like, show you bad things are happening. It's just meant to shift your paradigm, like, 12 degrees enough for you to be like, Mm -hmm. oh, shit. Because these are problems, these are things that will constantly keep surfacing until you look at them in the right way to realize how small and manageable they are. Yeah. It's the difference between looking at the object and looking at the shadow the mm-hmm. object casts. Mm. Sometimes that shadow looks really big until you get yourself to the point that you're blocking the light and you're like, oh, mm. look how small that actually is now. Yeah. But I'm standing in the right spot. That's a beautiful analogy. So giving yourself yeah. that permission to move around. Give yourself permission to rotate, to orbit. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, yeah, thank you. Okay, guys, um, Alex is going to be back shortly for another yeah. episode um a poly update and yeah. all things in her exciting life so yeah peace thanks out for thanks for listening <laughs> bye, bye.